Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>
I was a fan of the I've got the first before you leave I'm going to show you I got the first like half a dozen comics nice. I don't have a first edition number one yeah that I think would. I've got like a I think it was like a f- fourth or fifth printing it mm-hmm. was but all the rest of them are the first printings um, and, and I was it, a big fan of the comics and it's all for those who don't know it's all black and white black and white it's, it's not- black and white and not for children yes <laughs> I mean spoiler alert Shredder dies in the first episode issue brutally like well everything is brutal everything is brutal sure um yeah so i share the same fond memories now i was out of the turtles before they got the cartoon Uh, and the cartoon does not hold up yeah uh but i was you know me and my brothers played a lot of role-playing games there was a teenage (laughs) mutant ninja turtles role-playing game that was based on the like the palladium role-playing system very obscure yeah right over my head Uh, but you know, we, I had that book. You know, uh-huh. like it was, it, yeah. The the turtles rocked. They they were this interesting observation. I feel like on the genre, you know, mm-hmm. like so, you know, they very much remind me of like Frank Miller and kind of the tone he was taking at the time. Um, yeah. So when did they premiere? Uh, I didn't look that up. Probably eighty. Was it eighty four? Eighty five? Oh, the, oh, the, the comic? comics. Yeah, eighty three, eighty four, somewhere there. Because the because the um, cartoon was like. 88 or 80, maybe even 89 because I distinctly remember going to see this, going to see the 1990 version. Oh, right. In the theater, watching an episode of the cartoon before going. Oh, wow. And just being like, oh, this is very different. different. Like that, I think that was my first time realizing what IP was. Yeah, right. <laughs> being, uh, 1984. 1984 is nice. the premiere of the. Yeah. So, um, and if you think about that time and that time in American culture, like, you know, Times mm-hmm. Square is not Disney-fied, right, in 1984. Nope. Um, it's a different time. And I, and I feel like, and I think we may have talked about this before in, on another episode, which I can't remember. But the, the comics are, you know, really represent this, this really violent and dark period in, in comics. Again, I think of Frank Miller. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Well, and also, uh, we mentioned it during Daredevil that and it is like, canonical adjacent because there are two different comic companies so they can't be but the turtles right right come about because of the um toxic waste that turns daredevil into daredevil bounces off his eyes rolls into the sewers and, and infects the turtles so it gives and one rat it, and one rat it gives matt murdoch uh like so, sonar or echolocation Hi- senses yeah it just makes these guys giant and really good at martial arts yeah i was surprised at their strength in this movie which is which i don't feel like is not canon um or at least not the well original i think canon. i think that's why they make them the size that they are to like, at least i'll say it now if they had all been donatello size and then they had made like i understand they wanted to make donatello smaller sure i would have been much like when they're all held up like this i'm like oh they're ginormous but donatello isn't donatello's a normal size sure. I'm like oh this is the turtle size that i'm used to yeah so yeah not, yeah. not eight fucking feet tall <laughs> uh we are we are already talking about the movie yeah, so and we're, we got yeah, some, and we're talking we got some yeah, business <laughs> yeah and yeah we yeah we jumped ahead we totally skipped you know we are guys with beers talking about movies with capes yeah so we should probably talk about what we're drinking yeah now, today, mm-hmm. like like I normally do, went over to see our friends at Branching Out Bottle Shop in Township 5 over here in Camillus. Mm-hmm. Uh, greatest selection of beers. I'm not going to lie. I went in there knowing I had a lot of options. I've got 
teenagers and mutants and ninjas and turtles. I also had the whole sewer angle. Um, I had the whole rat I, angle. I, the rat angle. I had the pizza <laughs> angle. Um, oh God! Please, never a pizza. Never a pizza flavored beer. No. Um, you know, then I'm like, well, they're named after Italian uh, Renaissance artists. Mm-hmm. I could go like something Italian or art. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking, okay, I've got some choices now. And yeah, we also have oh God, five more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah, movies well, to sit yeah, through. So we're gonna, yeah, we'll, we got some time. We got to some get time. To some of those other ideas you have. Uh, but I, you know, walking through the aisles. Uh, Talking to Krissa, and honestly, today was a pretty quick one. And take yeah. one spin around, I'm like, oh, here it is. So today we're drinking a Dark Horse Brewing Company beer. Dark Horse Brewing Company is a small family-owned business that produces quality craft beers and is carrying on the brewing tradition in historic Marshall, Michigan. Um, you can check them out online on Facebook. Uh, we are drinking their Scotch Ale today, known as Scotty Karate, <laughs> which I assume is a reference to Chris Pratt from Parks and Recreation. Oh, Scotty Karate is his uh, is his children's show character. Uh, I I've never or watched or the uh, the birthday show performer Scotty Karate. I've seen. Uh, episode of Parks and Rec. Oh, you're missing it. I know. Okay. Well, Scotty Karate, for those of you who don't know who he is, he is a local one-man band who plays an amazing slurry of honky-tonk-influenced punk country songs. <laughs> a big, bold mu- musician deserves a big, bold beer, and that's why Scotty and our Scotch Ale, their Scotch Ale, are a perfect tribute to one another. Scotty Karate is brewed with cherrywood smoked malt instead of the traditional peat smoked malt, offering up warming notes of coffee, caramel, and sweet caramelized brown sugar. It finishes earthy, giving this beer a character all its own, just like the man himself. Now, you are a fan of Scotch Ales. I am. So we have opened these. Let's go ahead mm. and gently... Yeah, Semi-open equipment. Yeah, we're, that's never going to hurt us. Yeah. Well, that's very, very smooth. You know, I, the, uh, I see the difference there. The cherry wood mm-hmm. smoked malt instead of a peat. Like it, that, it doesn't have that smokiness. It's almost sweet. It's almost kind of sweet. The, yeah, sure. that's yeah, definitely like the cherry. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, this one's nine point seven five percent. So, oh crap! I'm again only going to have one tonight. Yep. So you can take the other one home with you. But <laughs> that is a delicious beer. That is very good. Good job, Todd. So Scotty Karate for uh, for our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle beer drinking needs. You know, the turtles have a rich history. They've definitely evolved, but you know, in the same way like Batman, mm-hmm. you know, lots of characters have evolved, maybe right. in a shorter time span. Um, and sure. this is the boy, I couldn't even tell you in terms. I feel like there's a, are there three series because there's the there's the original nine. I mean, I distinct series. Yeah. I th- so I, the nineties, there was a there was a animated that got a theatrical release. I think the actual TMNT. Which is like kind of like what uh, Superman Returns does and ignores uh, yep. so I think the we bad s- sequels. We set that the- as a standalone, I think. Yeah. And we oh, got this yeah. one. Uh, yes. So there's at least And then there's three- another sequel to that. Right, right. Yeah, but in terms of series, like three distinct. And they yeah. just announced, just showing our hand and how terrible these movies are, they're going to reboot it again. <sighs> well, okay. Well, we'll First talk- things first, don't make them seven feet tall. You know, so I'll be honest with you. Their their physical appearance was actually one. I was fine with that. I mean, it was jarring because they're you know they weren't they weren't 
gargantuan and they weren't superhumanly strong in the original comics, no, which I identify just, with. They're just turtles. They're, yeah, they're man-sized turtles. They're mm-hmm. not, you know, I'd say size. they're all Michelangelo size because Michelangelo is sizably smaller than the rest of them in this movie. Donatello? Donatello's muscular size is smaller. If you were to take Donatello's muscular build and put it with Mikey's height. Okay. Because Michelangelo has always been shorter. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember if it's that way in the comic. I think they did do small things because it's black and white. Black and white. And yeah. even you if, don't get the when color. they did it in color, they all were red. Oh, really? They yeah. didn't even have the Which interesting. Is, yeah, the, the color change was done for the animated shows. The animators knew who the hell they were. You know, oh, that's funny. drawing. That's funny. And that's why they also have their uh, initials on each one of their things. Sure, sure. Sometimes they screwed up. I remember a couple of times where like Michelangelo would pop his head out of the back of the turtle van and Donatello would be speaking. And even as a child, I'm like, I don't think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> if only there was a supervisor whose job it was to. All right. So Not on those. <laughs> both of us are, to be fair, both of us coming into this with you know good feelings about the turtles in general. Yeah. So, I mean, we're certainly not looking to trash it. But... Um, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So um, some, I got some production notes. Go right ahead. Okay. So we mentioned Michael Bay movie. So technically, he only produced it. He didn't direct it. He didn't write it. Um, but his DNA is. His DNA. Oh, that's gross. That's, that's, <laughs> Never mind. His Back DNA is all no, over this place. Um, so directed by Jonathan Liebsman. Uh, he's got a couple of horror credits uh, films. Uh, also directed at um, Battle Los Angeles. Ooh. Right? And Wrath of the Titans. The ooh. sequel to... Uh, Whatever the, 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 the clash the mod- of the titans, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, written by so three guys have writing credits: Josh Applebaum, Andre Nemec, Evan Darty. Uh, Applebaum and Nemec have clearly worked together a lot. A lot of TV credits, okay, um, uh, including Life on Mars, which, Ooh. which I really liked. I really liked that, uh, which show. was an Americanization of a British show, right? A single season. Um, also, Alias. Where he was uh-huh. also uh, had some producer credits, Applebaum. Jennifer Garner. With Jennifer Garner. Uh, uh, wrote, both of them wrote Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Yep. What? Yep. Wow. And the sequel to this movie. So the next the next one in this sequence, they both wrote. And you know what? Uh, uh, I seem to remember, we'll get to it when we see it, but sure. I seem to remember the second one being a little better. Still not great. Well, we, we t- so. Uh, Bebop and Rocksteady are in it, right? And <laughs> yes, Casey Jones. So, I mean, right there, you got me, right? Stephen Amell, be on our podcast. Be on our podcast. Um, Evan Doherty's got some writing credits, including Snow White, The Huntsman, and Oof. Divergent. So, yeah. So, you know, some interesting things there. So, this movie's released in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, the production had a $125 million budget. And it shows. It, it shows. It's a beautiful looking movie. It, the CGI looks great. There's, ne- there's never a point where yep. I was like, ooh. The choice, the problems I have are with the story the des- and, and and the design of some of the characters is sure, great, sure, but sure. Nothing ever looks like oh, it's two giant CGI things punching each other. Yeah, absolutely. Which kudos to them. Um, and actually, this this film is the most successful film in the franchise. It ends up making four hundred ninety three million dollars worldwide. Whoa! <laughs> which is why they got apparently two sequels. Uh, just one, but the, well, I know- you said they're coming well, it's third- a reboot. The oh, the reboot. reboot. Got, it, got, it, got, it, got it. I know that the sequel was announced two days after this movie came out. So it's like, oh. Like, that's what made me more excited to watch it when it came out. I'm sure. like, I'm still not going to go to the theaters. But, but that I'll makes me excited sure. that they've already announced the sequel. Now, you, it may not surprise you to know that 
this film was not nominated for any Oscars. But However, it could be now with this well, absolutely ridiculous pop movie Oscar. You, did you see that? No. Oh, the Oscars announced yesterday, just to show when we're recording this, yeah. that they're now going to have a pop movie or some some bullshit name. Pretty much they're like, hey, we see all these movies coming on the pike, Black Panther, Infinity War, all these, sure. you know, that people are like, it should get Oscars, da da and Hugh Jackman and uh, Patrick Stewart should have gotten nominations. They're like, okay, fine. We'll just create its own category. I'm like, well, no, that's not how oh, this wow. works. That's, that's not bizarre. how any of this works. That's not how any of this works. Uh, well, so not surprised then to find that uh, was not nominated for an Oscar. However, in 2015, the film was nominated for a number of Razzies. Uh, uh, gee, in, um, let me wait. Let me, yeah, let me yeah. see if I can get a couple of these. There's a wit and, Megan Fox. And, well, so she wins a Razzie for Worst Actress. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. Uh, the rest of them, nominations only, but uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say poor William Fickner probably got one. Nope. Oh, he get, came he, out unscathed. He unscathed. Good for him. He uh, wasn't the worst thing in the movie. Will Arnett? Uh, I'll tell you, she's the only performer. Oh, okay. So, worst movie. Yeah, worst picture. Yep. Worst picture. Do they have one for writing? Uh, if they do, this wasn't nominated that one, Okay, it. what else was it? Uh, worst director. <laughs> Ouch. And he worst, did a fine job. Yeah, you know. Uh, and then finally, worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel. Which well, that's, is, a, that's a wide range of... Well, yeah, but, you know. Yeah. And they, couldn't they just call it worst continuation of an IP? I don't know. Something yeah. something not so... Yeah. But it's the Razzies. It's the Razzies, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, and then a Rotten Tomato score of twenty two percent. So I think that'll do it. Unless you had some production notes. No, there was no nobody cast. I said it off mic beforehand, sure. but like if you watch this after we talk about it and you see that Whoopi Goldberg's in this movie and Johnny Knoxville is the voice of Leonardo, sure, and Will Arnett's in Will this. Arnett, right? You read the notes on IMDb; it's all for their kids. So don't ever be like, well, "How did they get roped?" They're doing it for their kids, so you can't. Fault them. Yeah, absolutely. You know? They got paid. Look, that's, $125 million budget, everybody got paid. That's how we got Richard Harris's Dumbledore. That's His right. grandson's like, you have to do this movie. And he was like, whatever. Yeah. All right, well. Yeah. So uh, with that. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right. All right. So our favorite thing to talk about. The opening. Oh, like, I get what they were going for. They were trying to make it like the comic. Yeah, it definitely had that feel, that kind of comic book panel feel. But then it was like Michael Bay was like, more explosions. Yeah, that's where it starts to, starts to go off the rails about 10 seconds in. Mm-hmm. At yeah. first, I was like, oh, cool. Uh, uh, yeah. Did you catch the the newspaper that swings by? I did I not. feel like maybe we need to just drop in. You are extraordinary, my sons. Unlike anything the world has ever seen, bound for greatness, destined to protect the people of New York. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Wings is Tony Shalhoub is in this movie. Uh, crushing it with the voice acting. Yeah, but also... <laughs> and cheesy. But I mean, like, look... I, but he's not... Well, I guess it doesn't have to be a Japanese man. Uh, no, and in fact, I've, so one of the problems I have with the film is it is a major change to their origin, which we'll get to. We'll get to, yeah. yeah. Um, but when the when when Tony Shalhoub does that whole really good monologue, that one cheesy line, 
oh, one cheesy line, but did you read what it said on the no. on the newspaper? No. Crime wave shreds the uh, city. I was like, oh, okay, so God. that's cheesy. Did you get his bit about the explanation? Now, again, this is a observ- The original comics are an observation on this on where the genre was at the time, right? Right. Uh, Daredevil, one of the gritty comics of the time, right? Frank Miller, right. I so yeah, go his you know his mortal enemies the hand mm-hmm. so of course this is not a Marvel property so they were the Foot Clan in the comics and in the voiceover that we hear Master Splinter saying the Foot Clan uh, they're called the Foot Clan because they step over the good people of New York <laughs> <laughs> that so that cool. was a point where I had like a sneaking suspicion like I've made a huge mistake. Interesting change right up front. We see as they as they are talking as we hear Splinter talking about the Foot Clan. Yeah, we see them. It's a so the comics they were straight up ninja assassins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now they they've already morphed. Uh, they're almost like this quasi terrorist. So they have these yeah. Japanese oni masks, right? The demon, but like. Masks. Camouflage, weird, but, like muted camouflage. Yeah, with like tactical vests and then like a Middle Eastern scarf, you know, that you would associate with like a terrorist it, and rifles. I mean, I was like, oh, this is a. It, so part of me was interested, like, oh, this is an interesting idea. Like, what would they look like today instead of actual ninjas? See, I, I took it as, oh, that's Michael Bay's wet dream. <laughs> like it's got to have Japanese feel, but they need a fucking gun. Oh, they need tactical. Oh, and also the, the, the terrorist the, scarf. The, the, yeah. the, that, and that is 100% what he would call it. Oh, sure. Absolutely. The, the terror scarf. Uh, Mr. Bay, fuck you. That's what it's called. Oh, okay, Mr. Bay. I'm sorry. Are you suggesting that he makes uh... terrible movies? Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> You're never right. Uh, right. Early 90s Bay wasn't bad. That's fair. That's we, fair. we have said The Rock. It's a great movie. I love The Rock. It's super fun. It's a fun movie. Um, all right, so after the voiceover, uh, we see Megan Fox as April O'Neil, the turtle's long, you know, long-running companion. Everyone knows, complete with the yellow uh, waistcoat. That was a nice. That was a nice nod. That was a nice. Although nod. she never takes it off. We're like, we get it. She's April O'Neil. You've established that she, could, she can change her fucking clothes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Will Arnett is her cameraman. Vern, uh, character who, from the cartoon from the cartoon Only. okay that and was question. in the cartoon they were antagonists she was constantly he was constantly trying to get her like fired so that's under- mcnaughton yeah. in the newsroom yeah uh snl kill, kill him yeah married to i do know kobe smulders <gasps> what <laughs> what kobe smulders i he, love you he had a run as um king george in hamilton on broadway he sure did yeah he was and then after him was um jonathan groff no jonathan groff was the original i think groff came back didn't he no or uh, kill him um, one oh it's the guy that was shrek in got three name. yeah brian brian darcy james yep have you ever seen the instagram video they did for that no it's like big dramatic music and it's like once in a time there is a once in a time i can't remember it was yeah. like it's like greatness happens on broadway and all this stuff and then it's literally them just walking in the hall and he hands him the yeah the crowns like here <laughs> oh, you go I, thank I you i have seen that yeah, <laughs> and yeah that's it i'm like that's that's, that's the perfect way to do it that's funny because he left to go do shrek oh interesting interesting that's why he wasn't the original uh king george all right so they kept like so mcnaughton is in the newsroom and clearly like not april's friend but like we only see him for like I think one I, scene. I feel like their backstory is like at some office party. Oh, they McNaughton. banged. I, I, oh, I think they banged. Do you think they banged? Oh, oh. I think they did. 
And uh, you might want to go get checked out. Because <laughs> oh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, so she's a reporter, but she's so she's Is doing she? well. So she's we see her at the docks. She's reporting um, on this. Uh, has is it the crime wave? I didn't yeah, take it, well, up. it's it's what? the uh, it's the dock robbery that happened a couple of days earlier. But has she never written on pen and paper? Because she's like frantically writing. Like that's you don't like. He's not talking that fast. He's like, this is what happened. Right, right, right. This is all I can tell you. And he, she's like writing frantically. I'm like, how did this she, happen? She was journaling. She had a lot of. She was journaling. She had a oh lot my of. God, he's finally talking to me. Right. He's talking to me. April, <laughs> this don't fuck this up. Oh, oh now I wasn't be, writing down what he was saying. Shit. To be fair, there is a lot of pressure because we see what her actual day job is, where she's like the fluff in and to in, info the, tain, the entertainment. Fluff. Oh God. Yeah. So is that guy like an actual? Uh, you know, I feel like he must have. That must have been a cameo. I didn't care enough to look. Did you catch what he said? Good morning, April. 20 years I've studied the animal kingdom. There are fat pigs, there are fat cows, there are no fat birds. There is a fat bird. It was almost the national bird. It's called the fucking turkey. <laughs> it's a fat bird. Yeah, so he clearly has a fitness system based on be like a bird, which I chuckle. I'll admit, I'll, yeah. I chuckled. I chuckled, I chuckled that they made Neck and Fox do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we 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 cut to nighttime at the docks. Um, well, first she calls the guy. Oh right, right, right. And I have to say, the following scene is brought to you by Skype. A uh, lot of product placement in this, oh, so we'll talk and you know, and we'll get into more. But like, and I just love her. Like his, how did you get this number? And I wanted, I almost wrote it down. Like, no, how did she get this guy's Skype number? I, maybe not, she is a good journalist. Maybe. You know, she didn't spend four years of jur- at journalism school. Four years of journalism school so that I can do that. <laughs> to be doing these fluff pieces. So then she, he says, he pretty much tells her, go ahead and break into the docks. Okay. You want to know anything else? You go back down to the docks. You see my guy stand. He'll tell you anything else you need to know. Okay? I, it's oh, pretty sure, pretty much sure. be like, just go to the docks. Well, I'm not going to talk to you anymore, but... Go ahead and break in, and you can find some other stuff going. You know, on. so that is what I would suggest is the f- the first time in the movie, the first in what is going to be a number of times in which I'm sorry, and I hate to be throw rocks at somebody who's doing better than me, but it just feels <laughs> like lazy writing. Oh no, it's like lazy, lazy. Writing. Later, when uh, April recognizes who they are, when Splinter recognizes that Sax is a bad guy, like there's literally no, there's no. It, it, if I'm playing D and D, this is an example of railroading. So no matter what you do, it's moving to the next scene and you're going to be there. Like you, your character realizes that the banker is secretly the bad guy. Like it doesn't, there's no free will. The characters don't have to discover anything. They don't have to work for anything. It just moves along like, uh, okay, next scene. Now this is going to happen. Like it just, it's a series. At times it feels like a series of plot points that are only designed to get them to the next action sequence. Sure. It's paint by numbers. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so there's this dock fight. She realizes the Foot Clan is there. Which is a poor reflection of the Batman Begins docks. There's uh, a battle. lot of Batman jabbing in this yeah, movie. Absolutely. And two years ago, the Turtles and Batman teamed up. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, now, actually, I kind of want to see wanna, that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was like, that in the comics? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want to read it. I'm like, you piqued my interest to read a comic again. All right. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, before the dock, when sh- when we finally meet Shredder, who is only called Shredder, but do you know what his actual name is? Uh, 
in the in the comics, he has a name. I can't. Urukusaki. Urukusaki. Which, if you anglicize that, it would be pretty close to Eric Sachs. Bum bum bum. I I listen for all the lazy writing they did. Yeah, I picked up on that. And I was like, oh, nice job. So that's clearly in the sequel. I mean, so spo- so Sachs is not Shredder in this one. Uh, I think it's I. I don't think. Sh- I don't remember. We'll get to Shredder dies. No, he falls. He falls, but you see. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, yeah. Spo- yeah. Uh, we'll get to it. Yeah, oh, Jesus, back yeah. it up, back it up. Trope in that scene with um, Shredder and who I'm. I'm I thinking didn't, is supposed I did to not be- even take a note on Shredder. <laughs> That's how bad is that? Seriously, did we already meet Shredder? Yeah, he's in the shadows and he's speaking Japanese, and what I'm assuming is supposed to be his daughter. Wait, but you, when he starts out like tied up in the dojo, uh-huh. that's late. That's later. Is that after? That's a, oh, yeah. that's right, because she says, "Yeah." So April's telling her friend, who, as Aubrey was watching this, she's like, "Her friend looks like she's never met April before ever in her life." That's Aubrey another, was annoyed at that. That's another SNL alum. That's Abby Elliott. Oh, I didn't that recognize is Chris Elliott. Oh yeah, daughter. Oh no, kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know we've got Whoopi Goldberg as the news producer, as you mentioned. <laughs> uh, of course, no one believes. April's theory about this figure she saw at the docks. To be fair, what she if I was Whoopi Goldberg, if one of my reporters brought that to me, I'd be like, you should probably go away from me right now. <laughs> I mean, she has the best reaction, though. I'm going to pretend this conversation never happened. I'm just going to erase it from my mind and just walks away. Yeah. Uh, then we see a newsflash. Now, so Sachs, the, the, the you know, wealthy businessman right um played by william fichter fichtner fichtner i think uh i think it's a t f i c h t e r yeah fichter uh he's a that guy he is he is absolutely that guy he shows up in another movie in thor's helmet oh dark knight uh, dark knight yeah he's the the banker in dark knight that's right that's right (laughs) uh you know armageddon sure um, one of my favorite movie roles uh is him in heat Sure. Yeah. Um, but he's a great. He's a. I really like him as an actor. He strikes me as a, like an everyman kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why he has not like broken through to like leading man roles. Because uh, I think he's gotten pegged as like a character actor, like Giamatti. I think he's in the the Giamatti. He's in a lot of stuff. He's mm-hmm. really good. But he is really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I saw that. I'm like, oh, I like him, and I want to. Yeah. I mean, like, I want to like this movie. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about the the turtles' voices when we get to those. I think like, we both really wanted. We to like wanted this. to like this movie. Yeah. Spoiler so, alert: We don't. We did not. Yeah. Uh, so there's a whole. I mean, so he's Eric Sachs, this wealthy. So he's basically the uh, Norman Osborn. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Of uh, oh, of this world, Sachs Tower is, is like I Osborne think maybe Sa- the same. Building that as they Oscar- use is Oscorp. Well, as a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are they just using the same building from two years earlier? Absolutely. They is got this, a good price. Is this the most, is this the closest to our current time movie that we have reviewed, 2014? Uh, I think so. Boy, maybe. Yes. Let's go with yes. And oh, if sure. it's wrong, uh, you just put, to, eh. Yeah. Um, you know, now we we cut to this dojo. So there's <laughs> yeah. a, a man bound, his wrist bound with rope, you know. Defeats these warriors. This is Shredder. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a... I didn't grab his name. Um, I should have grabbed his name. 
He's got some interesting scarring on his face. Doesn't really matter because we're not going to oh, see much. Oh, is that scarring real? No, no, no. The it, it's, oh, a, like it's a prostate. It's a call to the. Uh, there's a lot of references to the older versions of the turtles. Yeah. So yeah, in the '90s absolutely. one, Shredder gets his face scratched by um, Splinter. Splinter. Sure. Which I don't remember if it's just the original, but I know the cartoon Splinter is. Um, so it's Orokusaki and Hamato Yoshi. Uh, his brother, right? Uh, his owner. Yeah, but in some versions. But then in the cartoon from the from the eighties and nineties, it was him. He turned into this rat. Yeah, uh, Hamato, Hamato, Yoshi? Hamato Yoshi. Wow, was I, the owner right? Which and that's the, so that's the origin I like. So mm-hmm. S- Splinter is the pet rat of this. This benevolent ninja master, Yamato Yoshi, uh, who is murdered by Orokusaki, who I thought over the was, love of someone over the yes, yeah. yes, which they they cover nicely in the nineties one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one, you know, we'll you know we see the origin later. I'll be honest with you, not I don't like this one. Not nope, a fan. nope. I'm nope. fine with it. You know what? Uh, I'm fine with it for the turtles, but when they also, we'll get to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. So yeah, he he tells them to set a trap for the turtles. You know, take all these people hostage in the subway, which they do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, just kind of fast forwarding a little. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like we. I mean, again, th- they do it. Like, there's nothing to discover. Everything just kind of pulls them along from scene to scene. Right. So uh, Eric Sachs is at an event. April's there interviewing him. There's a connection. Did Eric, you feel like Eric Sachs was? Low key hitting on uh, April. No, you know, I didn't get that sense. Mm. Um, but he, her father, her April's dead father worked for Eric. They were mm-hmm. like best friends and partners. And he so was happy it was to Norman see Osborne and Peter Parker. Uh, and uh, it, uh, oh no, Richard Parker. Richard Parker. Yeah, uh, yeah, ex- exactly. Um, April and Vern are in the van. Some people on the streets are panicking. Uh, we cut to the turtles in their lair where they have this Batman style yep. bank of monitors where uh-huh. Donatello uh Donatello is monitoring the situation in the subway and Michelangelo is like it's a cat playing chopsticks with chopsticks I actually found that to be uh, like I, I like the turtle I like the turtles I didn't like this movie but I mm-hmm. liked the turtles I loved the personality of each of them so let's run through it right so yeah. we've got the leader Leonardo <laughs> voiced by Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. And really doing a great job. He He's does doing a okay job. I don't think he comes back for the sequel. He does uh, He does not. The guy who does the motion capture does. He does it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wielding the dual katana. And, his, and actual katanas. Right. Absolutely. Um, uh, so the leader of the group. Mm-hmm. Then you have his typical rival in terms of struggling for leadership, Raphael, the, the angry Raphael. Now, I'm always... I've, I wonder if, if he is... Uh, always red because the original turtles were red and they were kind of angsty and oh, angry. I, I wonder if that's like a little callback to or it's become one because on the tv show raf they all got along there was never this kind of infighting so all the way back to the original comics mm-hmm. uh there was Raph- uh, right in yeah, the yeah. comics there was but on the cartoon there the wasn't cartoon. and in every other iteration there totally is this yeah. one's this one's pretty extreme. Uh, Raphael is uh, this actor, and I did not grab his name. 
But uh, do you know who the actor... So the actor has done some TV stuff. He was Arthur Curry on Smallville. This is the voice of Raphael. Just the voice. Doesn't do the, yeah. the motion capture? Uh, yeah. Wait. Oh, Arthur Curry. Okay. Aquaman. <clears throat> I'm he t- thinking... He, talk, he talks to fish? I'm thinking uh, the Green Arrow from Smallville, which is... Justin Hartley, the actor brother from This Is Us. Oh, so that's oh, oh like, yeah, yeah. Him? Uh, Alan Richson is the guy. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's got some TV credits, but I saw the Aquaman on Smallville. I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, so uh, Raphael's wielding the, the dual size. Which are? Kind of forked. So they're not typically, so they're not really daggers. They're, the size. Oh. But they're comically large. Well, uh, as befitting the gargantuan size of these guys. Yeah. Right. So where do they get these weapons? Where they, like, Donatello makes his own bow, so it being so big, I'm fine with. Sure. Katanas can vary in length. Yeah. The length that they are for Leonardo, I don't think they're technically still called katanas. Yeah. They may have another name. Michelangelo, take a couple dowels, put a chain on them, you sure. got your Didn't nunchucks. You? Uh, those size, yeah. Those size have, like, etchings on them, like, time, time out. Yeah, you know, we don't, ex- would not be we don't explain where that comes from. Yeah. They don't explain. Uh, another turtle, so Michelangelo, who is the um, uh, goofy one, uh, play, an actor who I like and did not recognize it until I looked it up. So, the, and, the, and these are all the voice actors. Right. Uh, Noel Fisher, who I know, um, if you watch the, sh- the show Shameless. I do not. Okay, so uh, William Macy's greatest work ever. That's Wonderful show. Uh, so he plays this kind of uh, sociopath criminal, uh, Mikey Malkovich. Um, Do I know this guy from something else? Y- you know, he's yeah. I think he's a, he's a little bit of a that guy actor, not in as much stuff. Um, I'm sorry, Mickey Milk Mickey Milkovich is the name. Uh, Noel Fisher. One moment. Because we do have devices that open up the sum total of all human. Oh. He's on Castle Rock. Oh, yes. Yes. That's you know, why I know You said Castle Rock, and I was like, did I just read that? Yeah, he's on Castle yeah, Rock. Yeah, he's great on Castle Rock. Yeah, he's great and shameless. I, I like him as an actor. Uh, I, I think Michelangelo is hilarious in this movie. Again, I, I like the I, turtles. I like, yeah. And then finally, the, our last turtle is Donatello, the, uh, the, the tech guy inventor, played by absolutely a that guy actor. Uh, his name is Jeremy Howard. He's uh, he's in uh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest, yeah. one of the best. Is he the one who who provides the schematics? The for schematics. The That's yeah. right. That's no right. time for the pleasantries. <laughs> <when> <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, and then of course we mentioned Splinter, voiced by the great Tony Shalhoub. So uh, those are the turtles. Uh, well, yeah. while, while we're on the turtles, let's stay there for a yeah. second. So I yeah. like Leonardo's. Kind of got the samurai feel to. His design. Their He's characters the come through. Yeah. Yeah. Raph's got... Uh, Raph has nothing but... He's the most scarred. Like, he's got a significant mm-hmm. scar on his face. He also looks the most muscled. Yeah. He looks angry. But, like, his mask is not a mask. I hate using the phrase because I think it is kind of derogatory, but a do-rag? Yeah. No, yeah. like a, It's got a different name, and I apologize if I offended anybody by saying that. But It's not it, just... It doesn't go over just his eyes. It covers his, whole, his skull. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I read in the notes, did you see that... So they all have something spray-painted on their shell. Okay. It says, I'm a dork. 
in Japanese, but he can't see it. <laughs> Probably Mikey. Mikey. Oh, yeah. 100%. D- DJ Mikey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mikey, it, again, he's hilarious. Uh, he's got puka shells. Well, originally sunglasses. he had gold chains. And Ooh. some test audiences were like, is that racist? That's a li- and yeah. so they, they changed. He gets the gold chains in the second one, but they, they quickly changed it for the. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's not the turtles, and again, I'm fine with. So the first, the first fight, this fight at the docks, a whole shipping container is moved, and that's just one of the turtles. It's not all of them. Uh, I think it's Raphael. Yeah, it's just Raph. Yeah. Uh, again, turtles, I don't have a problem with. Um, I do have a problem with uh, uh, Donatello having an entire like. Um, tracking system on his back i'm like isn't that you didn't hinder like that. his fight yeah you, well it's a, it's a shell it's not like the shell's flexible but know? still it's like extra weight for him and he's the smallest uh, of the turtles yeah but even as a small like he's carrying bi- that thing he's bigger than a human i mean he's yeah even as the smallest of the turtles he's still also do turtles need glasses <laughs> apparently they do apparently. Uh, you know, i mean I, I i guess if he's looking at computer screens all day you're gonna strain your eyes more i'll be on listen I like these turtle more than the rubber suits from the nineties. How dare you? I, the, How dare no, I, you? You know right. the the Leonardo the Leonardo's not, like I like they each have their like own the, distinct yeah. character. I, I, I do. I do. The, the turtles are not the problem in this movie. The writing is. The writing absolutely and is. And Megan Fox. Oh yeah, she's she deserves that Razzie. Hey, um, did, so they they finished the fight. Yeah, and so this subway fight. So usually we talk about the first fight. And I was like, the but, docks, oh, no, not really, nope. And then I was like, the subway, I was like, oh, no. no. I mean, there's fighting that happens there, but this Can't is really the most Michael Bay yeah. of the whole movie is that scene. Mm-hmm. And that's shitty because later on when we get to see it, the action sequences look good. The CGI looks good. Yeah, they they're, do. They're, they're suspenseful. We do have a first, though. At the okay. end of this, so they, they save the day. They're they're kind of like sliding through the sewers and everything, and it's really cool. And they all get stuck. And what happens? Michelangelo farts. We have our first <laughs> I fart. I totally <laughs> missed that. Oh yeah, because they all get stuck, it, and they're all facing into the into the entrance to the lair. Michelangelo's facing out, and it goes. <laughs> oh, Mikey, was that you? <laughs> Pepperoni. Oh, good like, lord. Oh, oh, this is when April gets grabbed. Before that. Oh, so she's fo- they, they, so they get away. They get she away. is following the story. She goes down to the subways, mm-hmm. gets grabbed by a foot soldier, mm-hmm. and a foot soldier, uh, and they leave. They realize that they're hostages, mm-hmm. and they decide to go back specifically against Master Splinter's direct orders not to go to the surface. I'm like, they're in a subway tunnel. That's not the surface. You should have explained that. Yeah, you yeah. should have. Yeah. I, I was waiting for one of them to point it out. I, yeah, that felt like they're... Like that would have been Michelangelo. To, that would have been Mikey. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so they go back. Um, and then they are stuck in the... Hashi, uh, the what is well, it? Well, oh, wait. Well, no, well first, first uh, they... So they they free the hostages. Right. They leave. April follows them up onto a rooftop. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, there's a whole lot of, like, teleporting. Like, all of a sudden, they're in different places. Follows them to a rooftop. Takes a picture of the four of them on the rooftop. Very funny bit. I thought it was great. Where they all like freeze, and it's not like what was that flash? Like they literally just like somebody said red light, and they froze, <laughs> and the circle kind of does the rev- the the revolving around to mm-hmm. get them in the circle, and they're figuring out what to do. And of course, they grab her camera. Well, it's everyone but uh, Raphael is not high fiving. 
Right, right, right. <laughs> he's like, I'm he's, too cool for he's, this. And too angry, right? He's always angry. Uh, that's but, a secret. He, that's right. Uh, but that's a really funny bit. Um, yeah. One of them, uh, who does it? It's got to be Mikey says, oh, he's doing his Batman voice. Right, when Raph is it kind of, he's in interrogation mode. That's right, that's right. Uh, it, I mean, again, funny bits. There's funny bits all over this place. Yeah. Um, she, is it? At the end of this, so they say. While you know, she's on the rooftop, she reckon, she well, reckon, oh, no, no, she she hears their names. Right. And so, that triggers so memory. Leonardo says, you know, don't, don't tell anybody about this. If you do, we'll find you. And then Donatello says, Leonardo, blah, blah, blah. And then Leonardo says, Raphael. And that kind of triggers something. in have heard Megan those names. Yeah. yeah. And so, so here's, here's where I didn't have a problem with that, is that the project that they were working on, we then kind of go to this, these uh, home project, movies. Project Renaissance? Yeah, that it's called Project Renaissance. I had sure. no problem with But April's home movies... This is the part that's ridiculous. So again, there's the, no the fact that the turtles are named for Renaissance painters and sculptors mm-hmm. on a project called Project Renaissance makes I'm total fine sense. With. Yeah, Splinter. Uh, What's happening in this movie? So I, my problem is the fact that we she just she hears that she goes back to her house, dumps out her old home movies, uh-huh. and recognizes the turtles. She now she now knows that those turtles were her pets. Like. It's the quickest, she's also, quickest like clue to discovery. You know, she's a better detective than Batman in Batman the Movie sixty six. You're not wrong. It, like incredibly impressive. And I do love Abby Elliot. Um, I do love Abby Elliot's button on that though. Mom, I want to come home. Yeah, that's funny. That's a funny <laughs> bit. Uh, so she figures out who they are. That they're her turtles, along with Splinter. Uh, right. Then we see the turtles are back at their lair. They're trying to sneak back in. The fight so ensues Splinter- between. Um, Raph and uh, Leo. Funny bit. <laughs> and, and a great button at the end of that where they're all shushing. Did you catch what Mikey said? Dude, I'm sorry. I spit on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, but of course, they're caught by Master Splinter. He knows they've been out. They will be punished to the Hashi. To the Hashi. That's right. Uh, now we see April briefing Whoopi. I didn't, even, I didn't bother getting her name. Uh, it it's, a, it's a name from the from the cartoon. They yeah, just, but it doesn't matter. They just made it female. Sure, you're right. Yeah. Uh, briefing her, telling her what she see, saw. She gets fired, of course. Uh, she so she meets Vern outside the office. They're going to go see Sax because she she does not connect that Sax is a bad guy. But she's like, hey, this these animals from this. So her father was killed in this tragic accident at the lab. The the project was destroyed in a fire. Yeah. In a fire. Uh, but the the animals have miraculously survived. Now, did you did you? Oh, she, they, she knows they survived because she rescued them. Again, who the? F- what does it matter? Well, what what does matter in this scene? So, when this movie was originally announced in like 2012, yep, maybe 11, they're like, we're just going to call it Ninja Turtles, and they're going to be aliens right. from Dimension X. One of the two creators was behind that, if I remember. No, right. no, it was Michael Bay. One of the two creators they gave a shit ton of money to to go. <laughs> oh, that's a really good idea. In fact, I probably would have done that too. I'm like, we can literally, you know, the scene in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back where Gus Van Sant yeah. is counting the money. <laughs> yeah, that's all I see. Yeah, I just yeah. see him. No, no, it's a good idea. Yeah, oh, aliens! Oh, actually, I, that's an idea I had. Yeah, yeah. we're going to workshop it off, oh, okay. off Broadway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you have this theory that all of the ner- turtles are in Hamlet's mind, and oh, sorry, all right, <laughs> but, deep cut. But 
that's where the the line in the movie is when Vern says, "So are they aliens?" And she goes, "No, that's ridiculous." Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like that. We got it. And I think I, that's probably the first time I can remember within the age of the internet such a venomous response yes. from the fan base. Yeah, like nobody was. Ha- I even was like, "That's a little stupid." Yeah. So she convinces Vern to drive her to Saks uh, Compound. Which is apparently which is apparently in Antarctica, or or, or like the Catskills. <laughs> They're like, yeah, winding. They're way outside Manhattan, but and on these winding roads, it's the road that Doctor Strange's car goes. Oh, I almost got you! Almost I had, got you. Had the same note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so she heads that way. So we see what the Hashi is. This punishment that has them trembling. So it's this ninja. Balancing skill, endurance, but each one is different. For each, each one's different, and they're comically great. Comic, right, right. Like Leonardo uh, is, bal- uh, he's doing splits on cinder blocks. Well, is he doing the ping pong? Uh, he no, he's got eggs on chopsticks. Oh, he's got eggs on and chop- one on his head. <laughs> uh, this is a fun scene. This Mikey's is funny. on an office, ch- a swivel rolling office chair, doing like, a handstand. Okay. <laughs> then, guys, guys, I'm in the zone. That's right, yeah. Uh, I don't remember the other two, but they're but they're funny. Um, Raph is on. A, is it a tricycle or something? Yes. Um, and then I can't remember what Donatello is doing. Donatello is on like a ball. He's on a plank, and he's got a like a like a kickball in between. Oh, he's got, got it. But I, I love the the guys. Guys, I think I'm in the zone. And then Splinter brings out the 99 cheese pizza, and he goes, "I'm losing the zone, guys." Which is one of the most ridiculous and obvious product placements. Throughout this movie, Hut. Pizza Hut is prominently and ridiculously featured. Well, it's not as bad as in the 90s movie where... Was it Domino's? But Pizza Hut had the actual tie-in. You could get a turtle pizza, not turtle-flavored right. yeah. pizza, yeah. but like a themed <laughs> pizza sure, sure. at Pizza Hut. But in the movie, it's Domino's. Oh, both, com- is it- both companies must have been like, what the fuck? But isn't there a joke like... The it's a play on the Domino's thirty minutes or it's free because mm-hmm. the guy doesn't deliver oh. it in time because it was to a sewer. You're two minutes late, dude. That's right. We'll, we'll get to yeah. We'll, we'll get to because there's a fun little trivia thing there that I'll hold yeah. in my hat. Uh, um, yeah. So he he's got the the pizza and finally Mikey, Mikey breaks. Cracks. Says April O'Neil. Instantly, it, Splinter's like, "Oh my god, you have to go save her again!" Just as quickly as April recognized them, actually more quickly because she had to go back and see the videotape. Splinter immediately knows who she is and that she's in danger, and that Sax is the villain. I was like, Bum. "Oh my god!" Yeah, I wrote, "Sax is the bad guy." Right? What? So now, now we see April and Vern driving to Sax's place. Uh, this was where, it, to his credit, the noodle was like. Um, we see the snow, and Aubrey and I were like, wait, wasn't it spring when she was doing the entertainment thing? And the noodle specifically pointed out that she said it was the first day of spring. You remember that? Mm-hmm. He, we couldn't get him on the mic tonight. but it, uh, yeah, It's kudos. almost like they wrote everything, all the scenes to this movie, and then just on like uh, cue cards and just threw them in a pile and shuffled them together, and that's the order they shot the movie in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so we find out a little bit more about Project Renaissance. Sax tells the backstory. I wrote more backstory. Yay! Yeah. Info dump. They're working on Wolverine style regeneration ability. Uh, Sax believes that the turtles possess this mutagen in their blood, and he wants her to find the turtles. Now, did did you catch the little? Um, uh, allow me my moment of pedantry. Um, yeah. Did you notice that April's camera in the backstory 
what it said on it. No. That it was Bluetooth capable. Just one tiny baby problem. That all that stuff set in ninety nine. Bluetooth didn't become used in any kind of actual public oh, forum until two thousand and three. Oh, nice. I may have gotten a satellite radio out of taking a Bluetooth thing in my time in the uh, auto industry. <laughs> so uh, the instant I said, I'm like, wait a goddamn minute. They weren't around 99. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't even pick up on that. Uh, so now she's back at, she's back home. She's on, uh, she's on her computer. Mm-hmm. And a very funny bit, Donatello has hacked her computer. Again, there's <laughs> this, this, the, the turtles are well done, in my opinion. They each have distinct characters. They're funny. The action sequences are great. The CGI looks good. This movie should have been better. Yeah. I mean, I guess don't cast Megan Fox. And I mean, the, <laughs> the plot is ridiculous. But So she meets the turtles on a rooftop. Again, why a rooftop? Why not a sewer? Right? Like, they get in trouble for going above the surface. Although Splinter, Splinter said, go get her right now. Yeah. But again, like, just the, the jumping from location seems odd. So they bring her down to, her la- to their lair. She Splinter. needs Splinter. <clears throat> Splinter does a little another info dump. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I wrote. I wonder if Buck Buck's going to become important later in yeah, the film. I wonder. Yeah, totally oh, not. God. And also, uh, when they're eating the pizza, the pizza yes. that lands on Splinter's head. Yes, is a direct callback to the '90s movie. Is it really happens in that one too? Did you get the feeling that Splinter looks like Qui Gon Jinn from Phantom Menace? <laughs> Couldn't. I wonder if they went for Liam Neeson originally. I, you know, he that, Leonardo. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> skills. <laughs> I would like to uh, teach them to you. So now here's this is when I got angry, right? So mm-hmm. we learned the origin. So they were in the project mm-hmm. when April's father was killed in the fire. April rescues them, gets them outside. You know, basically puts them into a sewer grate, uh, sewer grate, mm-hmm. and they're saved. In the sewers, they start to grow. And a time funny bit film. with funny bit with the the young turtles where they're that was funny yeah but then Splinter discovers a book the art of ninjutsu did you see the authors oh no Eastman and Laird oh, the creators adorable yeah um, and he from a book on the art of ninjutsu becomes a master becomes a master and teaches and then that's that yeah, made that's me that's not how books work <laughs> no that's not how martial arts works yeah so, at all um, yeah so, so I was annoyed there I was annoyed. I was annoyed with that as well. I was also annoyed with the fact that Splinter explains why Leonardo gets a katana. It's the it's the weapon of a leader, yep. blah, 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 all that stuff. There's no explanation for the, the rest, rest of, of And the rest of you turtles, fuck you. That's right. And we had these weapons. <laughs> I also have these here. Yeah. Uh, now, the business card that Saks had given April turns out mm. is a tracking device, and the foot have <gasps> located their secret lair. Again, like, there's really, there's no suspense in terms of I mean, like the suspense comes in the form of the action sequences, not in anything plot related. How do we feel about the Shredder's costume? Uh, uh, do you me, mean? Let, the, wait, oh, let me ask I've you got, that a different way. How stupid is the Shredder's costume? It is as stupid as what they did to the Silver Samurai in the Wolverine. He is Silver Samurai. He's the shitty, the Wolverine Silver Samurai, I, not the cool comic books. Yeah, Silver he Samurai. is Swiss Army Shredder. Yeah, he's a Robo. He's Robo Shredder. God, it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, yeah, it's. I, I, uh, the, the note I wrote is the Shredder's armor is stupid. It's so stupid. That's, um, I think that's when I watch this movie, when he flips out the giant knives, but then they splay out. I seem to remember going, oh, God, no. 
No. It's a, hey, dog, I heard you like knives, so I put some knives on your knives, knives so you could knife up the knives. Oh, or yeah. do you remember the the when we first saw the trailer for The Force Awakens? Yes. And uh, Kylo Ren's lightsaber comes out, and then it does the hilt. Yep. All like the people who took the screenshot of that and like made it like a Swiss Army knife and everything. Yes. Like, Is this where? They're uh, not wrong. They're, they're, you're not wrong. Uh, so now this fight, I so this is a great fight. This is a good fight. Stupid you can see everything going on. Yeah, uh, and it's impressive. So f- first of all, the nin- the turtles uh, wisely realize. So the the foot are armed with tranquilizer darts, yeah. which they load into the magazines, which is funny. But um, <laughs> do they the tap turtles, it on their shoulder? They before? did not tap it on their shoulder. <laughs> uh, but the turtles like turn their backs and they're bouncing off the shells. It was, it, it was clever and funny, and but then later during that fight, Raph gets hit with like three or four of them and keeps going. I'm like, so what was the thing with the shells earlier? Yeah, uh, does he get hit with that one? He he, he takes some bullets after the lab. <laughs> we'll get which, to the bullets. Yeah, the, the no, Superman no, no, he style. Does, he does get. Oh, I missed uh, that. Yeah, because he gets like two or three in his arm. And then he takes out the foot, and that's where we think Raph is dead. Oh, the the ceiling, the masonry collapses. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so I mean, it's a so the fight. Rages on. The turtles are kicking the foot's ass, the ass of the foot. Uh, but it's Splinter versus Shredder. Yeah, and that's a pretty brutal. It's fight. a good fight. I mean, it's again, it's, you can see everything, and it looks great. I gotta say, like being a father, when Leonardo called him dad and was like, "Dad, what are you doing?" I, I got a little. Yeah, th- it was a touching moment. I was like, "Oh wait, oh yeah, what are these? <laughs> Hang on." Uh, so Shredder or Splinter, as he's getting his ass kicked by Shredder, uh, basically trips like a pulls a chain mm-hmm. and drops down these uh, like portcullises mm-hmm. uh, surrounding the room that he's fighting Shredder in to keep the, the turtles out. So he's sacrificing mm-hmm. himself so the turtles are safe, and that's a it's a great moment. Shalub is wonderful, and you know Shredder's got. Splinter by the neck, and Splinter says, you will never be a god. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Completely different movie. Oh, that's a different movie. Uh, So Shredder does the old surrender or your your father. Yeah, that's scorn. Yeah. uh, You know, will die. So the ninjas of, so the turtles, Mm -hmm. well, the three of them, Raph is buried under some masonry. The other three surrender, and Shredder, of course, like, what is he, does he, like, Punch him. Punches him, yeah, like like, like gives the death blow. The, yeah, almost. the old coup de gras, like, right? Throws him down. That's how you know he's a bad guy. Then they all get tased. They yeah, Don't so they tase get, me, bro. They get put in a truck. Now Raphael was buried under this rubble. He gets up, um, and then Raphael and April tend to Splinter. And Splinter is not in good shape. Not at all. Um so I'll, you know, I'll be honest with you. Splinter is not looking good. No, he not at all. is in bad shape. I don't know how you'd recover from that, something like that. Hmm. You know what they could do? What could they do? They could come up out of the sewers and go to three one five Chiropractic and Wellness. Ooh. Now three one five Chiropractic and Wellness is a veteran-owned small business. They specialize in chiropractic care, rock taping, personal training, fitness, nutrition, life coaching—really kind of everything to help get you back in in fighting shape. They offer discounts to first responders as well as referral discounts. So if you'd go over there, make sure you tell them that the Superbot Hero Cast sent you. Um, now, you can find them on Facebook at 315 Chiropractic and Wellness. You can email them at 315 Chiropractic at gmail.com. If you're really old school, you can call them at 315 464 0030. 
you're looking for chiropractic care, Dr. Timothy Whiting is your man. If you're looking for the wellness consulting, those other services, it's going to be Christina Watson. So, you know, if I'm if I'm the if I'm Raf in April, I'm headed over to three one five Chiropractic. Absolutely. So yeah, they decide that they need to en- enlist the help of someone else. They got to get to Sachs Compound, right? Who they, kn- who knows who who has a van? Who are you going to call? You're going to call Vern. Oh, oh, right. Oh, oh okay. okay. Did you catch the uh, Arrested Development joke? I'm um, joking here. Missed that. Did you see what kind of uh, sandwich he was making? No. A mustard and Parmesan sandwich. Oh, Gene Parmesan. Yeah. And. Mustard. Yeah. He makes a mustard and Parmesan sandwich during the, I can't remember when. I did note that the, that sandwich was the dumbest looking sandwich. Like there's like there's nothing between it. Like it's it was two just mustard and Parmesan cheese. Oh, God. And did you hear the, do you remember what the song was? No. Careless Whisper. Oh. Who sings Careless Whisper? George Michael. George Michael. Oh, nice. I was like, okay, we get it. You're fans that's of Arrested Development. That's Calm down. That's a good one. Uh, so Vern shows up to drive April to Sex Compound. And, and, and that's a funny sequence. is, as the kids say, DTF. He is down he, to fuck. He's got a hat. <laughs> he's got a pork pie a, hat. It's Just so in funny. case you were confused at whether or not this character is like on the side of douchebaggery, that hat makes you go, oh, I get it now. But he's so hapless and bumbling that he's, <laughs> he's he redeems himself. Right? And I love she just walks up. What's with the hat? What oh, is right. with this hat? It's, it's a I don't friend know. It's, of mine. It's, I don't know. It's a joke. Yeah. Uh, so he tosses it in. Uh, Raph, of course, is snuck into the back of the van. Funny bit. Raph and I wrote the note. Yeah. And but then he says it in the movie, so I don't know if we can even discuss it. But seriously, how did he get in the van? He's a he's a motherfucking ninja. He also weighs. He's easily a motherfucking ninja. Four hundred pounds. <laughs> Just yeah. the weight of him getting in the back of the van, the van would have gone, you know. I was like, what's, no. You're, that's fair. Listen, that is you know, you yet that another would... weak point in a series of weak points throughout this movie. Do you think that was just uh, Will Arnett being like, guys, seriously, how, how is this going to work? <laughs> <laughs> I get the sense you can't look, you can't uh, ask too many questions there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, meanwhile, we cut to Sachs' lab. Now, Sachs has the turtles strung up. In these plexiglass boxes, where he's going to remove their blood and then extract the mutagen, from put it in blood. a centrifuge, and yeah, yeah. Now he explains what is again. Now at this point in the movie, I'm done with the writing. When I thought it couldn't get any worse, it, it <laughs> takes a hard left and gets worse. So he describes the dumbest fucking ridiculously overly complex and stupid plot that I've, that I've ever heard of. It's. The lizard from Amazing Spider-Man yes. mixed with Syndrome. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's going to yeah. sell this thing sure. and make sure. more money. So the yeah, so the the big top, the big uh, needle thing on the top of his tower in in the city right. contains this toxin, and they're going to in- release into the city. It will infect the entire city, and then by thirty days, the city will be quarantined, and then his company will send. Sell the mutagen to the government as the cure. Mm-hmm. If you are developing this like Wolverine style healing ability, right? That also makes you super strong and shit. Like, why not be in the business of like selling the super soldier serum? Like, uh, this, right? Making it, making it, a bunch of Captain America. Yes. Yeah, they're like, well, I think we need a we need a 
fight on the top of a skyscraper with something big. Yeah, like that's. I think I think this is one of those. We want the end of the movie to be on a skyscraper. Let's write. Let's write back from there. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So when he's explaining his plan and what they were originally going to use, I really liked the little nod to the to the comic book. Oh, I didn't. He see says that. he they were going to use rabbits. Usaki Yojimbo, uh-huh. one of my favorite Interesting. characters. Interesting. Just the look, because the fact that he's a rabbit. Uh, so that's after I stopped reading the comics. That's right. But you've seen him, right? I have. And he's yeah, wearing yeah. the, the, is it a samurai? A, Would it be called a gi? Is it the martial arts, the just the, the, the white? The, 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 no, no. It's like blue. Well, you know, why are we, like a why double, are we doing it this way? It's like a double vested. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's a gi. But his, uh. His ears are tied together and they kind of in flop the top down. Knot? Like, yeah. yeah. It's a fucking samurai bunny. He is it's a samurai. So great. That is clearly a samurai bunny. <laughs> oh, and he's from a separate comic book series. The Usagi. Oh, yeah. Usa- Usagi Yojimbo. Usagi. Oh, is was Japanese he- for rabbit. Yojimbo. I wonder if Yojimbo means Ronin. He's a samurai without a master. Oh. I wonder if that's what you'd. What, in, in any case, I really enjoyed. That character and I was just like, oh, is that another nod for the big nerds? Oh, maybe for yeah. the for the dads that bring their kids to see this movie. <laughs> uh, so, April, Vern, and Raph show up at the compound, and now again we have another action sequence. It's a great sequence. Uh, Raph is going to assault the compound um, while uh, I think April and Vern they don't do anything, do they? Uh, not not yet. Not no. yet. So. Sachs orders. Sachs does the Bondian orders his underlings to extract the blood, and then he leaves with a button to the scene, and it's uh, one hundred four. Todd, of you can see Fickner's soul die when he says this line. <laughs> Time to take a bite out of the big apple. And I was like, "Oh, William, I see the pain. Like you could just see a little bit of his life He's like, go I got out." Paid for this, and yet it's such shit. There's this ridiculous adrenaline setting in the exsanguination machines. While the adrenaline setting is terrible, I like the turtles on adrenaline. It was really funny. That was, it was, it was funny. really funny. It was funny. Uh, Raphael gets his ass kicked by, by Shredder, who then literally walks away and leaves him mm-hmm. just on the floor. Uh, with a cracked shell. With a cracked shell. Which it, it seemed like he has had a cracked shell for a while. It yeah. just was made worse. Because if you notice earlier, he's got like duct he's tape. He's got duct tape. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, fitting his kind of angry rage monster mm-hmm. uh, approach. Um, you know, great fight, but the the story doesn't make a whole lot of sense there. Uh, the turtles get outside, more fighting. Wait, they steal truck. You said the story didn't make sense there. there? Yeah. You mean there and, as in and this also entire movie. The, And also there, it didn't make sense. <laughs> uh, and then we have this very long sequence. And if you if you don't stop to think about why they're there or the ridiculousness of driving the semi down the side of the mountain, I mean, as an action sequence, it's very well done. So they are uh, basically sledding on the shells. There's uh, Humvees chasing them. It's The sequence as an action sequence is fun. It's a stupid plot point. And you also have to shout off your mind that uh, no matter if there's mutagen in these turtles' blood, they are still cold-blooded animals. Oh. They would have died in the snow. Oh, the instant they were in the snow, their bodies would have just cold-blooded animals can't be in that kind of temperature. Well, it might have made them sluggish. Okay, 
Yeah. Listen, and, and listen, then that's our problem. No, that's my, our problem with this movie. My main problem yeah. is Raph's gonna go save Leo. Leo gets electrocuted sure. and he's like with a stunner I, thing. And he's like, yeah. just tape up my shell. Donnie, in a moment of like super ho- heroics, he actually says, Let me be the hero for once. Yeah. He goes and saves him. So the whole thing is like, great- No, Raph, don't use your shell. But at the end of the scene, it is buttoned with Raph taking out a fucking Hummer with his shell. Do- uh, that's Donnie, right? No, it's Raph. Is it Raph? Because uh, I was like, Hang on. I thought he at had the beginning of this. Yeah. And now it's okay? Wait a minute. Isn't that where Donnie said, Wait, I've always wanted to. No, that's oh, when that he was takes his bow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a, a shot from too. the, but the, so Raph hitting the Humvee, mm-hmm. like, you know, splayed out flat with his back uh, mm-hmm. is a shot from the trailer, which is, again, pretty bad. Exciting. Yes, again, this, it's, this it, movie it is, should have been better. It is the most Fast and the Furious this movie gets. Yeah, like, it, fast. really yeah. does. Because you're like, I don't think that's how semis work. Like, great for when they're at the top of the mountain and he skids out and then he tries to move forward. And because of how much of it's over, the spinning of the tires makes it lose traction sure. and start heading down. That all makes sense. In fact, he, I loved uh, um, Will Arnett's, oh, wrong way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that happens. Uh, how about the gratuitous and unnecessary shot Asha? of Megan Fox's ass? Yeah, that just felt... It's, that felt like shoehorned in. Uh, yes. And I've, it's poor Will Arnett. Most of his scenes are with Megan Fox. He's a good actor. He's a, in a hilarious comic. And he stuck with a wet piece of cardboard, yeah. Megan Fox. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. didn't enjoy her as an actor. I didn't enjoy her as an actual person. The, I'll be honest with you. The only thing I ever liked her in was This is 40. She was fine. Yeah, where, where she's really playing, she's, she's playing, playing the vamp. Yeah, she's so herself. <laughs> we we uh, back way back in season one when we talked about um, Paperman, we talked <laughs> yeah. about mental mental health issues. She's one of those people that brought up. I don't know if you remember this. Oh, that's right. When she was talking about cutting, yeah, yeah and yeah. how it very easily she could have just been like, "Hey, you know, if you feel like you want to do that to relieve any pain or stress that your body is feeling, please go seek the help." She was pretty much like, eh, go ahead and do it. I'm like, you're dead to me. That's yeah. the you, especially this was Transformers era, Megan Fox. So, the, so her breakthrough. Breakthrough, biggest, and you've got all these teenage boys and girls idolizing you for sure. being in this movie. And you, you say that? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. That's so, my soapbox for the episode. I'm right. coming off it now. All right. So we'll, we'll come off, step down off the soapbox, step into Manhattan, where we see Shredder in a helicopter about to unleash the toxin. <laughs> the turtles uh, basically teleport into the basement of Saks Tower. Little and, nod to Star Wars. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Uh, now Saks is processing the blood to extract the mutagen above. Uh, we get up to this rooftop battle. Oh, wait. You didn't. Little nod, let me go back. Oh. Little nod to Star Wars. Yeah. Donnie's like, oh, we got to go this way, and here's the elevator. And they turn the corner, and it's just foot sh- yeah, shoulders galore. Right. It's very uh, A New Hope. A New Hope, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you think that elevator scene? Where they start uh, beatboxing, beatboxing and everything? and freestyling, yeah. Was that just the actors? You know that's funny. I don't know, but it was funny. I really enjoyed that. I, again, like I yet I, another thing I, I liked. giggled a lot. Yes. I was like, because every time they added a new layer to it, I was like, this is funny. MC Mikey. 
You know, yeah. So we'll t- let's save that. Let's save our assessment for the end because I feel like again, there's good? so many good. There's so many good places in here. So um, yeah, they get to the rooftop. Um, I'm I'm getting tired of, and I hope they don't do it with this new reboot that they do. I'm getting tired of the turtles not really realizing right away they need to work as a team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. So there's get, the lesson. But here's Buck Buck. Right. Yeah. So I don't want to go through every blow in the battle. Um, you know, it's a it's a if you separate out the rest of the story, mm-hmm. it's a good action sequence. You can see what's going on. A lot of it is wide angle shots. So yeah. You can see everything. It looks good, and it looks good. The CGI is great. It really is. I did have a problem. Yep. When the debris falls, yes. The cop. Now, Todd, you are a former law enforcement in the Air Force. Yes. Uh, did you have codes that you would use over your your walkie talkies, uh, or would you just? Yeah. Yes, and so they're designed to very quickly commute communicate important information with very distinct clarity. So why did this cop say we've got a 1010? Right. And then say I say we've got debris falling from the sky. I'm like <laughs> you just 10 yeah. first of all Listen, I'm Luis, sure, I know it's your first day so I'll tell you what a 1010 is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't have a code for debris falling from the sky. Well, this is a post 911 world they oh, may. You okay. can actually you can see the Freedom Tower in the background. Um, oh, really? When the turtles oh, I first know. come oh, I up didn't notice that. and it spins around to Shredder. You can see it. Oh, that's interesting. I was like, oh, there we go. So while the turtles are fighting Shredder, April uh-huh. and Vern have confronted Sax in the lab. They're doing their best. Sax has them pinned down. He's got a gun. You know what? He was trained by Shredder. He says uh, they hold their own against a person who's been trained in martial arts. They do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they do the old halogen. Uh, Fire suppression system in the lab distracts him, and Gwen Stacy in Amazing Spider. I mean, and this then whole Vern scene beats the sh- shit out of him with a heavy ass micro- microscope. Yeah, that microscope. He definitely crushed his skull. Sax is dead. Is it heavy? Yes, yeah. they put it back. It's expensive. That's right. That's right. Uh, so the you know the, the the climax of the fight with Shredder is the turtles are each holding up this the massive. Uh, tower structure at the top of the skyscraper you really see leonardo's heroics come through there he's like no matter what happens we hold we, this. we hold yeah and, it's, and shredder of course so comes over and just starts beating the shit so it's hashi in real life right? right so they trained for this um and they're taking a beating until april shows up with the canister it's the only canister it's all they got, it's all they got. she threatens to throw it shredder somehow gets her to fall off, yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. The tower topples; they're hanging from it. There's this whole ridiculous dangling thing. Again, none of this makes sense. The whole point of stopping the thing from falling was so that it wouldn't release the toxin, and yet it does. Well, but by that point, they've neutralized it, so it's not going it, to. It's not aerosolizing it, but Donnie says that if if that falls and hits the street, it'll contaminate a ten by ten block radius. So like You're right. They, so they do okay. It, again, yeah. it's it's fucking it's it's lazy or shitty. Cocaine writing. is a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug. Um, um so, so then a nice yeah. little moment when they when they're falling and they think that that this is the end. So I love this. The trope. confessions. Yeah, yeah, so the trope of we're all gonna die, we'll reveal our deepest, darkest secrets. Donnie, I'm the one who licks the icing off the Pop Tarts every morning and puts them back in the box. Oh! Oh! 
I so did not understand the ending of Lost. Raph does the deep emotion. If this is our last moment together, I just want you guys to know I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was so hard on you. Uh, every time I pushed you, I, I threatened you, I yelled at you, I pushed you beyond your limits because I believe in you. I believe in each one of you. I believe in your spirit and in your intelligence and your potential. And every time I talked about walking away, it was because I was scared. I just didn't think I was good enough to stand next to you and call you brothers and say to you, I love you. I love you guys so much. Ralph? We made it. Are you crying? No, Tink, It's just a little dusty out here. So it reminded me of the best example I can think of and the one that may, that I laugh at the most is from Cameron Crowe's Almost, Almost Famous, Famous, right? Where the drummer Which is a, is a is true like, story. I'm gay, based on the Leonard Skinner And it's crash. true. Like that, yeah. that the guy says, I'm gay. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. According to Cameron Crowe. Right, right. Uh, so funny bit. But then, Very funny. you know, the ending is stupid. Uh, you know, it's just, it's not satisfying in, in any way. So... That you see Shredder who has fallen from the top of this building and hit the ground, and as he's laying there, oh, I missed this. He touches a bit of the mutagen and then curls his hand up. Oh, I missed that. I'm like, so oh, you're setting the seeds for the sequel. Got Very it, got nice. It, got it. Okay, I missed that. I must have looked. I must have been typing something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the end, Splinter tells them they're ready to make their way in the world. Yeah, so they get back. They give Splinter little, the mutagen. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. Their true power lies in believing one another. Yeah. The Schwartz was a new Lone Star the whole time. Uh, April meets Vern. The turtles show up in their turtle mobile. Another nod to the cartoon. Very yep. campy. Um, and, and they get a different one in the next movie. Oh, good. Um, so fun little thing where he's like, "Hey, God, let me show you this sick base." And he flips the thing and missile launches. An RPG takes out Vern's brand new car. <laughs> yeah, that was now. Todd, I don't know how much of a music aficionado you are. Yeah, the song that Michelangelo sings to her. Imagine me and you. Yes. It's not a happy song. No, he's in a, like an obsessive... Uh... She has broken up with him, and he can't imagine a world without her. <laughs> so <laughs> creepy. I understand maybe Michelangelo yeah. hasn't looked that far. Sure, so, sure. But still, like that's the button of the movie, is them singing, him singing that song. And movie. Movie. But we have a mid-credit scene that's very Which quick. I missed, yes. It is a Victoria's Secret billboard and Raph and Michelangelo are hiding on the boobs of with, like with their shells out for the cook. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> it's like this oh god. That's funny. All right. So Todd, that's that's a movie. That's a movie. Absolutely. This is this is a movie. This is unlike by some of the other movies that we've talked about lately. This I'm is looking a at movie. you spaghetti man. <laughs> that's right. Uh, this is a movie. Yeah. The dulcet tones of the Queen. So last night, uh, the Queen, the Noodle, and I mm-hmm. watched this movie, and they watched the whole movie. So breaking with tradition, wow. rather than the yep. te- the ten minutes, we got the whole thing. Uh, so, honey, you know, reactions, thoughts. What do you think? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the whole movie. The whole thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. So I think my biggest reaction, the biggest problem I had with the movie was 
Megan Fox. Uh-huh. I, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's not even how bad she is as an actor. It's the fact that her makeup was not messed up <laughs> once. Not her once. hair was never out of place. These aren't the kinds of sewers that are dirty. No, or humid. no, no. Yeah. And you get dragged down a mountain in an eighteen-wheeler that drives perfectly straight down the mountain, <laughs> and somehow swing out the door and under the tractor trailer. Sure, and, and you're fine. You look great. Little windblown hair. Not perfect. even windblown. Yeah, like great. she looked really good. I was just to say, arguably beyond great. I mean, objectively, yeah. terrific. Phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely yeah. terrific. Yeah, which. So, just is very ridiculous. But yeah, um, not a fan. Now, not a big fan. Not a big fan. Mm-hmm. Of it. Did you have different thoughts at the beginning of the movie? Not about her necessarily, but the movie as a whole. So uh, the movie was not horrible immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of like just yeah. morphed into worse and worse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mrs. Lincoln was like, you know, the first act was oh. strong. No, and then not it's... even. <laughs> no, not, not even, even the first act. Oh, okay. I, the and first I act was like, oh, this isn't terrible. Right. That's oh, no, kind wait. of exactly like, oh, well, Megan Fox is annoying, but the Batman guy is not terrible. So, <laughs> the Batman you know, guy. we're going <laughs> to Vern. Vern. Vern was all right. Yeah. We're all right with Vern. Um. Uh, you know, I had some issues with the sex, the bad guy. Well, he was just annoying. <laughs> I mean, it's hard for me to ex- just completely. What's the word I want? Extend my belief. Suspend. Suspend. That's what I wanted. Yeah, it's been a long day. <laughs> You're so pretty. It's hard for me oh. to completely suspend my belief in all Disbelief, of this. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, cut all that out, Casey. Let me start. Todd. Your it's hard doing for me to dispend disbelief. <laughs> All right, that much. <laughs> that was. Oh, oh, I'm number one. Um, okay. You know, she says it's the first day of spring, and then the next scene, you're over at Sax's house, and we're in a foot of snow. But she's still in her spring jacket. Mm-hmm. That bothered me. There's a lot of co- yeah. There's a lot of continuity that's weird. The tractor trailers just driving down a whole mountain. I felt like we were suddenly in a Fast and Furious movie. Well, I just thought we were in a weird... I don't know. I never saw those movies. Fast and Furious 12, Alpine Racing. It just didn't make (laughs) any sense. Like, how's that going to really happen? How is it not just going to roll over on itself? Yeah. It's just stupid. Oh, yeah. And then, then of course, you don't even know these turtles are alive. Mm -hmm. This is a big surprise. But in 20 minutes, you've built these cages that are ready for them, and you have all this elaborate... Uh, equipment set up and ready to drain their blood. Uh-huh. And you know exactly, you have people trained, know exactly how to get this mutagen. And not only that, but the system is set up to give them an anecdote so that they can break <laughs> out of this a, said a thing. Yeah, yes. like in five minutes. <laughs> and then your bad guy comes out and starts beating the one guy up who's not in a cage. And when he's just got him down and he says, the fourth cage is for you, he mm-hmm. just leaves and disappears and right. never puts him in a cage. Nope. He's just like, hey, by the way, you're supposed to be up there. Bye. Yeah. Maybe he thought there was some... that. Raphael understood Mm-mm. that, oh, by the way, go ahead and climb in. Right. <laughs> that, and then, of course, you end with the stupid like state fair ride falling down the whole side of the building, pouring our hearts out, giving us the you know moral of the movie. Uh-huh. Family is important. <laughs> <laughs> right. And 
right. not only that, but didn't they say that if they somehow let go of that entire tower, that everyone would be infected? Not only did they let go of the tower, the tower <laughs> fell off the building, broken 40 pieces, and fell all the way to the bottom. And somehow, miraculously, no one died. No one died. No one died. I might have had some issues with the, the writing in this movie. Well, it's I might like, have a couple of notes. Mm-hmm. I felt like during that scene, I'm like, didn't we see this in Amazing Spider-Man? <laughs> yes, it's the, it's the same, same tower. It's the same tower. It's the same, like, I'm going to spread this thing and infect everybody. Anyway, uh, so I just gave you a synopsis yeah. of the movie, so, so yeah. that no, probably no, should good. go at the end. End of the day, does the queen, um, does she, let's see, I feel like we need a rating system for you. Like, oh. thumbs up for her champion, thumbs down let to the eat, sword. Let yeah. them eat cake. Let them eat cake. Listen, or listen. off with their head. Pizza. It's, I'm never watching that movie again. <laughs> well, and the sequel's not, in the helmet. Not only because it was so bad, but because they worked so tremendously hard to get the catchphrases into the movie. Sure. Yeah. All the, the most yeah. awkward, inopportune moments. Cowabunga was the Felt clunkiest. A yeah. Listen, Hero in the Half Shell was not much better. And, <laughs> and Tonight I Dine on Turtle Soup. I was like, Ugh. Yeah, it was, yeah. And so, in Japanese? Did we really need it in Japanese? I just feel like, unless you're a really big Ninja Turtle fan which and I you're am. seven. Oh, well, which I'm not. <laughs> you're not really going to enjoy this movie. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So this gets a one pizza bite. Whoa, oh, there we go. Nice. She came up with her own rating system. Thank you. She, that's I why she's it. the queen. This is true. All right. Thank you, my dear. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you for joining us. Yipper. And again, I, you know I'm disappointed. This should have been a better movie. But I said it in Punisher, and I said at the beginning of this, and I won't say what I'm going to give it, but I was saying that 22 is generous. Is it just having the fun of talking about the movie? I'm I'm going to have to think on it while we're doing okay, this. My sure. score might be different. Okay. Okay. So, you Casey, we've, we've got some questions that we typically ask ourselves after we a movie. Do. Casey, who is your... MVP, most valuable performer in the movie. Now we're talking characters, not actors. I'm going to say it's it's probably Michelangelo. Oh, Mikey's good. MVP. It's got to be one of the it turtles. Be, it's got to be a turtle. Uh, you know, I I tend to skew towards Leo. I, I you know I love the leader, mm-hmm. but by the same token, I kind of like I feel like Raphael has the most growth. Raphael has arguably the only does. he has the only growth in the movie. Do the other turtles need to grow? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, that's <laughs> you know, shame on the, yeah, shame on the writing then, right? Right. Um, I'm gonna go with Leo. He's okay. the leader. And he does a great job in his uh, virgin outing. Yeah, yeah. John yeah. Knoxville does a good job with the voice. Hey, did, yeah, absolutely. There are a couple times where I forgot, but then he says something like, oh, "That's John Knoxville." That's right. <laughs> Todd, who was your favorite character? Favorite character, uh, you know. I think I gotta go with Mikey. He's yeah. just fun. He's just fun all the way around. I'm gonna go with Raph. Okay. I oh. really like Raph. Yeah, I, okay. I like him a lot in this yeah. movie. Um Casey, what is the best scene? Oh, it's the elevator scene. The elevator scene it's without so a doubt. Fun. Uh you know, not you know, the action sequence when the, the foot assaults their lair is a phenomenal action sequence. Great, great it's action all sequence. The, all the way around. But that elevator scene when they uh, start beatboxing is hilarious. You see them as brothers. Yes. At that moment. Yes, like yes. They are 
they are tense. They are ready for. This I was fight. waiting for Raph to like explode at Mikey, mm-hmm. and he doesn't. He starts. He starts. He's the third to join in, right? No, he I think goes, he's second. Oh, is it? The, I think. Oh, right. He pulls out his size right, and starts. Mikey's plan was it was going to be him and Raphael had an album they were going to make. Christmas Remember, album, yeah. which is a actual thing that happened with the turtles. It did not. They have a Christmas album. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh Lord. Hey Todd, yes. uh, what's one scene that you would cut? Uh, boy, there's, I mean, so my problems with this film have to lie in the script because the individual components otherwise work very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably some stupid plot point. I'm going to, I'm going to, well, I can't say I could cut it cause they tell you everything. What about like the, uh, the, 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 the first subway fight, like right before April gets captured or. Sure. Yeah, it just, just feels... have it be that capture this. Yeah, 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 that would work. You know, it just, it just, the yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah. Casey, what about you? A scene you would cut? The ass shot. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I, I just it, unnecessary in this children's movie. Just like uh, Star Trek uh, Into Darkness. Into Darkness. No, no reason no, for that. No, 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 nope, not necessary. Um, and at least like Star Trek Into Darkness is like a teen. Yeah, uh, a, uh, again, adult it doesn't, movie. listen, I'm not opposed to nudity or sexuality in movies. I'm opposed to gratuitous nudity mm-hmm. or sexuality. In the same way, like, well, we've I've got submitted one in Tarantino's there. violence and profanity. I think I think it always serves the purpose of his story. Except when he uses the N-word. Uh, I think... I I don't... For, I don't think it's right. Gratuitously, yeah. Gr- right, right. I don't think Certain he does it Certain times it's fine. Sure. Casey, who is the actor having the most fun? The, it's the guy who's doing Michelangelo. I don't remember his, yeah, his name. Noel Fisher. Noel Fisher is having because he gets the best lines. The sorry, spit on you. You know, I could, I could, I could be okay with that one. I'm going to go with Tony Shalhoub because those his voice, his his splinter is so cheesy. It's so post Yoda, like mm-hmm. it, in all of the. Yeah. It's you know Mr. Miyagi and Yoda and every mentor, uh, and it could be so cheesy, but he he delivers it straight and it. He doesn't come across as cheesy. He does, and he, well, it's, and he could. It's Tony, it's Tony fucking Shalhoub. It's Tony Shalhoub. So. Um, but it, it sounds like he's having fun with that. One, you know, it, does Noel Fisher? Does he? Is he motion capture too? Uh, no, he's voice only. <laughs> okay, so he also just spent a couple days in a studio. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was probably. They were both. They probably came in in their pajamas and <laughs> recorded this after everything else was done. Yeah, I'm fine with that. So uh, now we get to talk about a little part of the show where we give our review. We give. Oh, our- you know, what? I take that back. Noel Fisher might have done the motion Does capture. Both. Yeah. Uh, so Leo, I, they definitely split out, but it looks like because I and I know Donatello does both. I wonder, but then does that mean Jeremy Howard also did both? That, I think so. That would be impressive. Twenty. Because there's a picture, there was a the, one of the first pictures. Oh, yeah. Motion capture and voice, according to Wikipedia. That's crazy. Because one of the first pictures they released is a scene I don't think is in the movie because it's Donatello and um, April like on the streets during the daytime. No kidding. But it's like, so what these guys had to wear, they wore the motion capture the dots. With, all the, with all the markings and the yep. X's and the 
but and then they have the cameras here, but they also have the shells so that they they have the right movement. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Jeremy Jeremy Howard also motion capture and voice for awesome. Donatello. Yeah, so, so yeah. Knoxville's the only one who's not doing well, the mocap, yeah. which is weird because it's Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, maybe he was like, maybe he was like, uh, I don't have I'll time. Do, I'll, I'm, I'm I'll, making I'll do bad the voice, grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the point in the show. Yeah. <laughs> Where we talk about the Rotten Tomato score for the movie again, and we give our grade for the movie. That's right. So, Todd, can you remind us what the Rotten Tomato for this movie is? Absolutely. So, Rotten Tomatoes, this scores, uh, this movie's sitting at a 22%, meaning mm. 22% of the reviews were deemed positive. And we're going to just give it as a letter grade on sure, our end. absolutely, which is clearly F. That's Barber College. You think this is at an best. F? Oh, a twenty-two is. Oh, oh, uh, you're. I, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay. the the the, the, the rotten tomato score. Oh, yes. squarely in F territory. Yeah. There's, there's no coming back from this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this like a uh, like a seventy-two, like a C minus. It's not great, S- but there's enough good in it that it's not. I will never watch this movie again. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of those things where the sum of the individual parts, yeah, is not equal to the value of the individual, like. Like so, the individual parts it has the right pieces to be a great to to be a great movie. You're not wrong, and it it f- comes up short. I I do think you have to, uh, I I do think you have to point to the script. I think the script is just bad. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I can go to a seventy-two. I think it's ooh. I, I mean, I could maybe go to a fifty. Is this? I think this is the first time where I'm higher than you. Maybe, yeah. I'm. I and. And I think it's so much more disappointing because, the, again, those individual pieces, this should have been a great movie. You're right. It really should have. So it's disappointing. I'll be interested when we get to the second one. Yeah. To see, to see is, if, because I haven't seen it since it came out. Sure. How if I'm it? still going to have that. Yeah. Oh, this is it better. better than this one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, Casey, another bit we've, we've started doing a little more recently is mm-hmm. we're both dads. We are. Uh, so... You know that I watched this movie with the noodle. Yes. Uh, would you watch? Would you? What would you say, people who ask the question? Can I watch this with my kids? Yes, but I won't watch it because uh, the Bean has very adamantly said that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are stupid. <gasps> oh, yeah. right through the heart. Right, th- right yeah. through the heart. Listen, shouldn't like Star Wars. Yeah. Like te- <laughs> I just, yeah. I failed her as a nerd. Dad. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, there's really nothing objectionable. The violence, the I mean, ass shot is man. It's it, a second. She's wearing jeans. I mean, it's not like it's not like a and, thonged ass. And it could be it, it could be lost on a yeah. She's. I mean, did the noodle say anything? No, no, no. no, no. He didn't get it. Yeah, no. Um, you know the the cartoon. There's violence. It's cartoonish, despite the fact that they're using weapons and swords. Like, so there's no blood. There's no blood. Except for the blood coming out of them, but there's no yeah. blood from yeah, like from, from the hits. fighting. I mean, it's I would you know it's comic book style violence. Yeah, you know I think uh, you know even if so, Goon was not interested in watching it, but he he would have been fine. But younger kids, like kids who are fans of the com- of the cartoon, I would not no, watch it with. If you no. had like a like a you know five six seven year old that likes loves the cartoons, this is this not, not for them. For them. No. It's a little right. bit older kids. Yeah. Uh, Casey, that was a movie. That was a movie. Oh boy! You know we're going to do another movie here soon, and to do that, you're going to have to draw from Thor's helmet. Now, listen, listen. We've changed as we talked about last time. We've changed the way we handle this. There's a lot, and I mean a lot, of very, very good movies in Thor's helmet here. Absolutely. So all you need to do, it's really is simple. Put my contact back. In put my your. Eye. I saw that. All you need to do. 
Just put your contact back in, and then, you know, just uh, draw a good movie here. No pressure. No, no pressure? I think there's all the pressure. Listen, just draw MCU so we can watch Iron Man like everybody wants us to. All of your friends, all the cool people. Okay, that's just just stay out. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I have a a slip. Okay. It's blank because I have it the wrong way. No, come on, wait, 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 no, this, this is not, doesn't look like a happy, come on, man, come on, listen, just draw Iron Man. Okay, so this movie has Morgan Freeman. Spe- uh, wanted? That's exactly what uh, I did I was going to keep going until you got it, but you yeah, got it the first I, don't think, I can't think of anything, oh, well, oh, the Batman, <laughs> he's in those little Batman movies, I forgot about that. Batman, it's so uh, wanted. Wanted, so James McAvoy, who's in a lot of movies in The Helmet. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, no, Chris Pratt's not it. Oh, yes, he is, his douchey yeah, friend, holy shit. Angelina Jolie, uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, anybody else whose names you would know? Mm-hmm, um... His name is escaping me, but he's uh, Stephen from Braveheart. Excellent, Stephen is my name. I'm the most wanted man in my island, except the, I'm not uh, the on Irish, the Irishman. Island. Yeah. Oh no shit! Is he one of the assassins? He's an the- assassin at the beginning. Have you seen this movie? I have. Okay, it's so we're entering better territory the, with this movie. I, you know, I'll I'll say right now, I like this movie. Yeah. The Mac curving the bullet is absolutely physically impossible. There's a Mythbusters S. There S- sure is. Squarely busted. Uh, but let's watch. I've got the Red Band trailer. Oh. Let's go ahead and watch that. Oh. This is the mind-numbing black hole I call a job. And this is me, Wesley Gibson. Nobody. Like everybody else, I just keep waiting for a lotto ticket out of my boring existence and into a life that means something. I knew your father. My father died the week I was born. Your father died yesterday on the rooftop of the Metropolitan Building. He was one of the greatest assassins who ever lived. Then the other one is behind you. I thought he'd be taller. Shoot the wings off the flies. You're insane. Insanity is coasting through life and a miserable existence when you have a caged lion locked inside. I really think you have me mixed up with somebody else. Shoot the wings off the flies. Either you shoot or I do. Only a few people in the world can do that. You can't even see them! Your father could do it. And you can do it. We are a fraternity of assassins. The weapons of fate. The fraternity has trained assassins for thousands of years. You'll be given everything you need. Curve the bullet. To kill your target. <laughs> I think he's ready. We don't know how far the ripples of our decisions go. Kill one, save a thousand. Now, that's what we believe in, and that's why we do it. This is what's been missing from your life, Wesley. Purpose. All you have to do now is embrace it. I'm the man. Shoot this motherfucker! 
I'm gonna bond now. Would you like to? Within this unstable world, every life hangs by a thread. We are that thread. Take control of your own destiny. Join us. Wanted. Music by Danny Elfman. Oh, uh, y- you know I like this movie. This it's is a movie. If this is if this is on and I'm flipping channels, I'm stopping. Sure, this is we're entering better territory. So if we went from watching this uh, barrage of not so great movies and we had gone to Iron Man, I think our brains would have exploded. So we need like what is this good? So, it's like when you're scuba diving. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I may have just watched all the Jaws movies, so I remember that from the That's first. That's awesome. One. Yeah, yeah. You can't ascend too quickly. Your you, lungs you, will explode. That's correct. You, that's correct. You, you cannot. Your, or your the pressure. Uh, something with the your bends. Blood. Yeah. Blood. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. So if you come up too fast, you know the, the nitrogen that has been uh, dissolved in your blood starts to bubble out mm-hmm. and it collects in the bad. joints. The bends. Yeah. You ever been scuba diving? I am a trained scuba diver. You scuba. I scuba. You, I mean, if scuba? I can't do scuba, then what's this all been about? <laughs> uh, now. Uh, we typically will look ahead to Rotten Tomatoes to see what the movie is rated to get a sense of what we're walking into. Oh, can I take a guess? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to say like in the 80s. Uh, 71. Okay. So, I mean, ballparkish. Ballparkish, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think that's unfair. I think I think this is this is a better movie than that. See, we've done this in the past. And, and, and then regretted we, it. Well, we because we're looking at it from just someone who sits down to watch a movie. When sure. we're reviewing it, I I've found that my perception has changed a couple times. Okay, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll I'm not going to say either way. Yeah, yeah. All right. Ha uh-huh. ha. Huh. So well, uh, Casey, that's an episode. That's an episode. Holy cow! Uh, so Casey, um, you know, should people out on the interwebs want to find you? Yes. And you want to be found? <laughs> where <laughs> would they look? Uh, you could find me on Twitter at not Ryan Casey, and you can find me on Instagram at not dot Ryan Casey. So, oh. oh yeah, maybe I should ask you the no, same question. You know, it would be polite. You know. <laughs> you know, it's fine. So, Todd, where can people find you on the internet? Should you wish to be found? Uh, so, I write about a variety of topics, geeky and non, at my at my website, which is tmpinsyr.com. dot com. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at tmpinsyr, and of course. Uh, Every time we drop an episode, we release a bonus post out on our website. So if we reference visuals, movie clips, certain things we want to show you or, or share that doesn't make sense here, uh, we'll link out to that. So head over to tsphc.com and uh, check out what we got there. You can also see the movie list, which is all of the movies in Thor's helmet. Check that out. Uh, if you want to drop us a line, head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash superpodherocast, mm-hmm. or you know, send us an email because... Only Cap writes letters. Tony. At superpodherocast at gmail.com. Yeah. So, Casey, I think that'll do it. That, I think that's it. So, uh, well, I think there's nothing else left to say, but... Uh, <laughs> this was a movie. This was a movie. All right. So, that'll do it for the Superpod Herocast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. Be, Be heroic. heroic. All right. So... Self-contained uh, underwater personal... No. Well, that would be a scoop, huh? <laughs> it's, it's self-contained scoop. underwater breathing apparatus. Very good. Oh. Yay.